on last Thursday. Uh-huh. Um, uh, my car got stuck in the mud ex- in, oh. in the yard. Oh man, you have to park um, in the yard. Uh, well, yes. Okay. Well, no. I mean, not anymore, obviously. But um, I was parking in the yard for convenience sake. Okay. Um, we have a long, skinny driveway. We have three cars. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'll just park in the yard so that you guys can get out and get in. You know, do without you live having with to... more than one person? Yes. Now, now we do. Oh, I was unaware of that. Yeah. We well, it was always he. He just moved in later. Do you remember Ty McKimmy? Boy, that he was sounds... a baseball player. Boy, that sounds he's... familiar, but no, he's quite tall. I believe um, it. So, yeah, he moved. So he moved in, and uh, so I was just like, I'll park in the yard for convenience sake. I don't have to. You don't have to keep coming right. and getting me right. and being like, hey, can you move your car? That sort of thing. Well, uh, then it was wet and rainy, and um, I got stuck. Yeah. Uh, so we tried. We had a couple attempts uh, on our own. You know, by you know, just by the uh, by our bootstraps. You know, trying to get it up up there. Um, didn't work multiple times. Uh, mud just kept getting in the tread of the tires, uh, which just led to less traction in the wheels. Right. Um, I eventually had to get it towed, but that's. Ooh. Yeah. That's my just actual. T- literally, that I called. That is my it, actual nightmare. <laughs> I called AAA, and they were like, um, "Okay, so where do you need towed to?" And I'm like, "No, no, no, I'm home. <laughs> I just, I, I need towed like sick, like." six feet just like right just into the driveway out of the yard um so that was a nightmare uh it it also because we had kind of dug ourselves in and by we i mean i Mm -hmm. um when it when they pulled me out uh it scraped up against the ground the underbelly of the car kind of went so now i have to get things fixed as well um yeah so i have to pay money because um, the AAA thing is free. You know, you get one yeah. free call every uh, year or whatever. But... Um, is that true? You only get one free call? I guess... I guess it might be different based on what uh, <laughs> My plan you have or whatever. got us AAA for, like, for Christmas one year. And oh, that's, like, oh, that's always our, like... That was, like, the only thing they got us for Christmas was, like, kind of a running <laughs> joke because they just, like... There were like no gifts under the tree, and they ha- they handed the three of us each um, an envelope with our name on it, and we all were like, "Ooh, money! <laughs> we're all getting money for Christmas!" Hot damn! Ooh boy! <laughs> and then we opened it. And it was AAA, and we were like, "Okay, cool, cool, cool." <laughs> this is way less fun. And my parents are like, "Yeah, but you've used it." I'm like, "Yeah, because I had shitty cars. Like, I didn't need you to." And oh the only God. person who's really used it, like, like a significant amount, I think, is me because I had two cars back to back that were just like falling apart Mm, i Um, remember that car yeah blanche was um as soon as she worked it was my grandma's car worked fine for my grandma as soon as i got it just was trying to kill me just (laughs) yeah the oh the steering stopped working when i was driving and i was like well i guess this is it Ooh, thousand dollar fix on that yeah the the sounds it would make were, were frightening yeah, that was because the steering was broken and I did not know. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then it no, and then sense. it fully broke and I couldn't turn it. <laughs> and I said, "Well, you know, to get to the mechanic is straight." And boy, did that mechanic know me well. <laughs> he was a really nice guy, and every time he'd call me to tell me what's going on, he would just go, "Courtney." <sighs> so, <laughs> and I was like, oh, "I don't know what to tell you. I guess just fix it." 
don't know what so, the other fucking option is. Just <laughs> fix the stupid car. I've had a few cars in my life. Mm-hmm. I had, I had, they've all been hand-me-downs, but uh, there have been ups and downs. Yeah. My first car was a Toyota Avalon. My favorite car. Okay. A 97. It's mm-hmm. as old as my sister. And it was just, ugh, it was so cool. It was black. It was long. It was weird. No one else had one. It was so good. It was such a cool car. And then um, that car died, uh, got handed down the uh, the gold van. Do you remember Ooh, the gold I van? I do remember the gold van. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was, it was good timing, the gold van, because I was able to chariot a lot of people back yeah. and forth. Yeah, and you're, you are always the DD. Also true, which worked out. Um, then got a little upgrade to the Toyota Camry, a little hot red thing. Yeah. Pretty great, pretty great. But then, but then my sister had to go and go to grad school. And my sister had been driving all this time, the whole time, uh, uh, Volkswagen Jetta that we bought for like $600. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll try that again, $600. And then um, immediately had to put $600 into it for uh, repairs. Yeah. Um, and then <clears throat> it just kept going. So that car has been... A nightmare. Yeah. So when Hannah went to grad school, parents were like, ooh, you're going to be how many hours away? Ooh, a full work day's worth of driving away? You're going to be far away, and we don't want you to have an unreliable car. So take Tyler's Camry. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know about this. <laughs> we tra- So we traded cars. Hannah, so Hannah got Jetta. the Camry. And I have the, I've had the Jetta, well, since Hannah left for grad school. So year or so ago year and a half ago what year is the jetta it is a 2006 okay the camry was a 2012 yeah downgrade um a little bit a little bit no bluetooth also no aux cord oh that's what everyone tells me that's what everyone tells me they get in my car they're like this is a nice car i'm like you see the duct tape on the roof see i had a i had a 2008 or 2009 ford focus which my parents bought probably in like 2010 Mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. Caitlin, for my sister, sure. And then we'll cu- silver, it, silver, yes. I um, feel like they were all silver. My buddy had a silver Focus. Yeah, and I, I really liked the Focus. They bought it for me and Caitlin. Sure. So it wasn't like they bought her this new car. They're like, well, and then Courtney's going to get it when you go to college. Sure. Caitlin had it, and it was fine. Worked did all this thing. About a year into her having it, the air conditioning breaks, <laughs> and because of whatever reason. The way to fix it was like more money than the car was worth. Yeah, that's called totaling a car. Yeah, but it was just the air conditioning, and yeah, so right. my parents that's were what like, did it. "We're like, fine, no, we're not doing it. We're not going to fix the air conditioning." And so I, when I had the car, it never had air conditioning. Sheesh. And I <laughs> used to drive it like back and forth to Cleveland, and I remember once driving it, and it was like ninety-four degrees out. And my Jesus parents would always Christ. just be like, put the windows down. I was like, well, if it's hot air coming into a hot car, like it doesn't do anything. It just makes you, you my it just messes my hair up. And what about leather versus cloth? Where was the focus on that? Oh, I had cloth seats. Thank God. You know, leather <laughs> yeah. seats overrated. Yeah. I mean, cloth seats overrated. stain though. And that's that's rough. That's tough. <laughs> yeah. But okay, um, just, you know, but figure it out. I remember coming home once from Cleveland. Driving in a car is like 90 degrees out. I came. I come home. My parents have just moved houses, which I was pissed about. <laughs> and their side of the house has air conditioning because it's an addition. My side does mm. not. Mm. So I came home 
So you're living your whole life Air at this free. point. And by the way, the thing that I want, like, I just don't want to be hot in general. And like, like right. it's, my, it's actually my nightmare. Like, I'd much rather be cold. And Like I just on the, remember... the hierarchy of needs. Yes. Air <laughs> conditioning like, is high up way, there. Way up there. And I just remember coming home and I have been complaining about this air conditioning situation for years now because I got sure. to take the car to college. And I walk in, my face is beet red, and I am like drenched in sweat. And I'm, my dad's like, what, "What's up? What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm gonna go take a cold shower because I know I have to stay in my hot room." And my dad just looked at me and went, "Yeah, I'm really sorry." <laughs> and then I went to uh, England. I studied abroad, and my parents like didn't like. There wasn't like a clear conversation of what was happening, but I came home, my car was gone, and. <laughs> Um, my grandma's car, which was a 2005 Cadillac DeVille, which is like an old lady Cadillac. And to be fair, nicer than a, nicer than a Ford. It was a Cadillac. It had a great look. Mm, it, my parents were like, it, it fits you, which I thought was mean. <laughs> um, but I came home and they were like, this is your car now. And I was like, what? And it was because my grandma got a new car and she was like, oh, give it to Courtney because she doesn't have air conditioning. Of course, the air conditioning in that one broke um, as well. <laughs> and that car just every if like every three weeks I'd get in and it, like something would flash and be like, the engine's going to explode. You better pull over. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, and now I live in Chicago and I don't have a car, which is kind of nice. Although during the pandemic, I don't like to take public transportation. So I just stay mm -hmm. in my neighborhood. Uh, you gonna steal that cat? Oh, I don't know. I like the. You cat should steal a lot. that cat, Louie. It it's it likes you. Yeah, it's, it's literally trying to break into your home. It, yeah, it perches outside my door. I and I, you're I, moving soon. You I know. Have a, like, this is a opportunity. I like, am. You take the cat, you bounce, and then they're all, none the wiser. All of this is getting cut from the podcast. This car, <laughs> this car talk. Welcome to car talk. Um, <laughs> but I'm moving, but I'm only moving three blocks away. Oh, so um, they track you down. No, so I think maybe Louie will find me. <gasps> by your smell, by your scent. Yeah, I think maybe it, I don't know if he, I don't know his radius. Sure. You know, like he's a, just a free roaming cat, so maybe he will come find free me. Maybe I'll try to, I'll try to like entice him over yeah. to my street. Tuna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, I live here now. <laughs> um, Yeah, he does That's try to come cat. into my apartment. Daily. It's been nice out, so I've seen him a lot more. And I it's funny, every time I walk out of my apartment, not every time, but most times, he's just, like, sitting on my steps, like, hey, hey, bitch, what's up? <laughs> uh, yeah. He's a, yeah. He's a sweetie. I am allergic. Oh. Uh, see, okay, so I've been allergic to cats my whole life. Mm -hmm. Um, We found that out by uh me going to a birthday party when I was uh very small, and uh, I couldn't see. My eyes were so puffy. Yeah. 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 Dad had to come get me. But, um, <laughs> can you imagine all these, like, six year olds just, like, running around and I'm just on the couch, like, <clears throat> yes, because that was me, like, all the time growing up. I had so many fucking, I still have so many allergies. I woke up today full hives. <laughs> oh my God. I, w I woke up today and was like, why am I so itchy? And then looked in the mirror and, like, my face looked fine, which, thank God, but <laughs> all the way down, just hives. And I, like, looked at my oh. back, and it was, and I, for the life of me, don't know what it's from. 
Like That's crazy. I washed my sheets recently. I haven't changed my detergent. I haven't changed anything. Hmm. I didn't like eat anything weird. I'm not really allergic to any foods. I'm on I'm on antibiotics for like six weeks, which is ridiculous. I'm thinking maybe it's that. <laughs> oh, sure. But I don't oh. know. Well, no, 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 no. I was thinking vaccine, but no, no, no. No, that was a few weeks. You would ago. have reacted to that already, yeah. Yeah, I know. So like, no, no reason. Woke up this morning and it lasted till like noon. I showered and then I was feeling better after the shower and then it started slowly creeping back. <laughs> and then I took like a Benadryl and nice. knocked myself out. But I was like, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. I'm an, yeah, man. I'm an itchy person right now. <sighs> but so my sister got a cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for uh, Christmas, well, for Thanksgiving and Christmas, we went down there to be with her instead of her coming up here, um, both because of COVID, like we um, we just like got an Airbnb and just like stayed there the whole weekend. Yeah. Um, and also she's in uh, like vet school, so right. uh, she was very busy with work and everything uh during it but um the one the for christmas she brought her cat over and we like took care of this cat for like a weekend and me and her me and Kyrie, just chilling Mm. straight up i'm petting her i'm being careful not to like then touch my eyes or anything like that yeah always immediately wash my hands after i play yeah but but it seemed fine it seemed fine (laughs) and i was happy about it. it oh wouldn't that be a dream? Yeah. Get myself a little buddy. I know. I want a cat. I feel like I, I want a little pet. Yeah. <sighs> but anyway, I'm going to unplug my fridge because it's um, creating... Uh... Yeah. Hum. Yeah. Okay. Lot of, lot of, lot of talk at the top. Is that... Yeah. That's okay. This, I mean, it was a short movie. It was Welcome sh- to film school. Welcome to film school. I'm Tyler. She's Courtney. That's correct. We're watching Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yeah. Which we're talking about her, her, her butt, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay. Because the dance is is that. Yeah. Yeah. It felt okay. It felt weird that her nephew was like, "Hey, everybody, look at, look at my aunt's." Yeah, but I feel bottom. like I feel like bottom is such a non like offensive word. Yeah. Like I feel like like that's mm-hmm. a word like children use. True. True. The dance was a little Yeah, it was. <laughs> the dance was less that, I guess you could say. They were having fun though. There some great tunes throughout. Yeah. I love the music. Yeah. So well, we should we should get into uh, why why this movie. I feel like that could be front loaded here because um, there's kind of a point to why it's going right now. Finally, we have a point. Um, <laughs> but because this is um, this is up for awards this this year. Yeah, yeah. And we're in award season. In the thick of it. And I'm kind of digging like doing some of these awards movies for the next few episodes sure also because i feel like i need to watch them 
Also um, true. So we should just like get that out of the way. But um, <laughs> I did look it up, and the Oscars were postponed till like April twenty fifth. Oh, okay. And movies that came also the deadline was um, like pushed back. So movies that right. came out up until February twenty eighth are eligible. So, oh. uh, yeah. So there's. Yeah, I wonder what that adds then. It adds. Can... It definitely adds. I care a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah, which my parents watched, and they said they. I told them to watch it, but they they said it was good. Same. So, could go either way on <laughs> if it actually is. Huh. I like uh, what's her face though. Where's yeah. Pike? Yeah, she scares me a little. Yeah, but <laughs> in a good way. In a for good sure. way. I liked Gone Girl. Um. Yeah, I feel like she could kill me. Uh, but this one came out in December of last year, December eighteenth, um, to Netflix. Um, di- well, did it have any? Do you know if it had any theatrical release? I don't think so because of COVID. So usually the rules for like the Oscars are that they have to have at least a two week um, run. Like they have to have a premiere yeah. and they have to have a theatrical release for at least two weeks. Um, so usually it can be limited. Like it can be super limited. It could but... be just in LA and New York. Yeah, and it doesn't, or just in LA. So, um, usually, like, la- like that's probably what Roma did. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, usually, that's what happens. I think because of COVID, they changed that to it can just be, like, really straight to streaming because yeah. that's it. Kind of had to be. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this I think I don't think this had a, any theatrical release. Right. Um, but it had been on my radar for a little while, and I'm glad I finally get around to it because. You know, I <laughs> there there have been so many things throughout like COVID that have just like passed me by. Yeah, like I'm like, oh shoot, that's coming out this Friday, and then Friday rolls along around, and I'm like, oh shit, I didn't I didn't, I didn't watch that, and then I ne- just never do. Right. Well, I also think it's that thing of like you have so much time, like you're just at home, you can do anything, and then it's like, why well, that makes me want to do nothing. Like I have too <laughs> much time. Yeah. I just want to watch like a show I've already seen. Oh God. Yeah. I want to go back to so many shows right now. Uh, That's all I've been doing. <laughs> and, like, not even good ones. <laughs> like, I was rewatching Glee, which we talked about last week. Now mm-hmm. I'm rewatching Pretty Little Liars. Oh, boy. Um, Another show that I could argue has merits uh, <laughs> for at least the first two seasons. What was I? I was just thinking about something today that I was like, God, I, I, I would want to go, go back and watch that. But it takes so long. I forget, but, um, but Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it uh, it had so we were looking at because Netflix is weird, so this is gonna be a little weird. But mm-hmm. it had a budget of twenty to twenty two point five million dollars. Yeah, so, somewhere in there. <laughs> uh, and then worldwide box office, I just have the little shrug emoji. Because Netflix, nah, nah. who's to say? Who's to say? Um, did it drive subscriptions? I mean. Mm. Probably, Probably not. not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think um, anyone was like, oh, I don't have Netflix, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I need to see Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yeah. Uh, and then the craziest stat on this list right now. Runtime of one hour, 35 minutes. That was shocking. I, when it was over, I was like, I felt, I felt like I had watched a full movie. But then I looked at the time, and I just my overall feeling was like, "Wow, that was pretty short." And then it was an hour and a half. 
especially for an Oscar movie, that's shocking. I I honestly put on the movie and was like, all right, you know, strap in for, for a two and a half hour film. And then I saw 134 and I was like, oh, I was so oh, excited. baby. <laughs> baby, this is going to be quick. In and out. Yeah, I will um, say when it ended, I was like, wait, what? Oh, like, yeah, it's over? yeah. Well, the, yeah. The, the well, the ending is pretty abrupt. Yeah, for I, sure. I, I and we will that, so. get into that ending. Holy God! Uh, rated R. Right. Yeah. No. no yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> aspect ratio two to one. Nice and clean. Yep. Courtney, I, I really like two to one. Okay. Um... It, it's 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 just satisfying. Um, directed by George C. Wolf. Do you know this man? Um, n- no. You. What's very funny? Why I highlighted it is because he's most known for on IMDb sure. says the movies he's directed, which is Lackawanna Blues, which was a TV movie, The Immortal mm. Life of Henrietta Lacks, starring which was an Oprah, Oprah movie. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Oprah can do anything, and she has, and she will. Um, <laughs> and then also it says it's it says Garden State, a movie he did not direct. But oh. had I think was an extra in. Oh, that's just what he's known for. Yeah, because he doesn't Not have that big of, an, of a directing, you know. Wow. Resume. So I. So when you put that on there, I was like, underneath it, it doesn't say director. It says like waiter number four or something. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So he was just in Garden State. That's so funny. Um, and then what? So so he's directed. A made-for-TV film, mm-hmm. an Oprah movie, but not the one you're thinking of, and <laughs> and Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. That's pretty. That's a big jump. Yeah, I would. I would bet, and I don't know. I would bet though that Hen- the Henrietta Lacks was produced by or from the same. Like company, like as company. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I also think they're probably like decently similar. In, I mean, they're they I think they're similar in like theme and. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well. I wonder is he true story? Yes, both true. Yeah, stories. they're they're both true stories. I wonder if he was a like theater director though. Maybe. That makes sense because man, does this movie feel like a theatrical you, yeah, performance? Yeah, and you know what? I didn't like that. No. No, I. Ugh. Yeah, to- yeah, he was a he was a theater director. It wasn't well. So I feel like the set design was very theater esque. Right. But but not necessarily the directing. I mean, there's lots of close ups and a lot of camera work in general like I, I feel like if they were trying to be theatrical about it they'd keep the camera pretty still and pretty like objective like just kind of like watching the scene play out right i mean this is based off of a play um oh, that makes sense yeah by august wilson so this is um so so ma rainey's black bottom like was a song like ma rainey's a real person and right. then the play was written by August Wilson. Um uh and it loosely is loosely based on the real people. 
and then it was adapted into the film. But it's the same, um, like, Denzel Washington produced it, so it's the same producers Mm. as Fences. Fences was also a play written by um, August Wilson. Oh. Right. And this was my same critique of Fences, which is like, you know, if it's just going to be you filming a play, why make it a movie? Um, (laughs) And... I mean, and that's how I feel about, like, this. I think um, it's, like, you you have a, like, you're making a movie. Why not take, like, cinematic liberties to make it seem like a movie? Which, you know, they don't really do in this at all. Like, they do a little bit, but it's just kind of the bookend things. And then there's that weird thing in the middle where they just show, like, stills of people. Yeah, that but was... they're not. But they're not stills. They're that was their video. Cool. But it was yeah, also just was... like it felt like a weird, like they just mm-hmm. had cutaways in the middle of just like people standing outside. Um, but it just yeah. feels like the like the reason to make a play or or a musical into a movie is to like show things on screen that we can't see because in in a play, right? It's that and to like make it more widely accessible to people who don't live in a city or who can't afford play tickets. But like right. if that's like the only reason for doing it, I think you should do what Hamilton did and film like a mm. Broadway show. Yeah. Because it just like to me it feels like such a waste to do like a play and call it a movie. Like it just feels so like like it does feel kind of boring and it just feels so like it just why. And I do think like I mean, Chadwick Boseman was amazing, and, like, Ooh. I bet he'll win the Oscar for it, and honestly, he earned his Oscar, like, four monologues in. He didn't even need the other 12. <laughs> and I think Viola Davis is, is awesome, too. Like, the yeah. acting's amazing, the directing was fine, but it's, like, the way it's written is is so like a play. Like, it's just long yeah. bouts of dialogue, and them talking to each other, and all of the conflicts are verbal, and they're just kind of like walking around each other, right? And it's like they don't they don't add any like cinematic flourishes that would make it worth it for me to be a movie. Yeah, and that's exactly how I felt about Fences, and I think I think it's the exact same thing that this one does. Yeah. How? What are your? Th- have you seen the trailer for? Um... Shit. Um. Ah, why am I losing it? It's uh Hamilton. Uh. Lynn Manuel's other oh in the heights in the heights yes, yes I did did you see the trailer um that... a long time ago when it like first came out yeah how how are, how do you feel about that based on the trailer based on the trailer I thought it looked weird like I thought it lo- kind of looked like similarly like a like the set design kind of looked like a they were filming a show really okay a little bit but I also think musicals it's it's way easier like I think in mm. general musicals have a bigger um like most of them have like a bigger budget and more like they have more sets in general they have more um yeah just production value so then i think it's easier for them to like translate into movies because of that Mm. where this it's like it's only one location right like there was kind of no way for this to take place in multiple locations yeah (laughs) um it takes place in like two rooms right yeah essentially and it's one of those things where it's like in in that case 
it probably does translate better to being a play and just yeah. seeing it live. Yeah. Or in like performed that way. Right. Those monologues are definitely built for the stage. Right. I don't know. It's just like a weird pet peeve of mine. Like I remember seeing fences and being like, oh my God, like <laughs> uh, it, it just, I don't know. It just rubs me the wrong way. That's I'm pretty excited for In the Heights because I feel like oh I am at least from the trailer well just at least from the trailer it does feel like they are really gonna go for it in terms of visual craziness. I hope they do. I love In the Heights. I think it'll be easier to do that. It looks like they're trying to make it fantastical. Like there's people dancing on the sides of buildings and like doing like crazy fantastical things. At least in the trailer. So I'm pretty hopeful you that know, it's, it's going to be You know, it's been a like while since I've seen the trailer. Nuts. Because I want it to be nuts. That 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 musical is pretty nuts in, in terms of, like, music and style, you know? Yeah. Oh, I'm excited for In the Heights. I think it'll be good. That's one that's coming to HBO Max, right? Boo. Pretty sure. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. This movie didn't send me, I guess. <laughs> uh, but it sent a lot of people because Rotten Tomato score of 98%. But also, uh, there's barely any reviews. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Even critics? Um, No, there's critic reviews. Oh, okay. But like audience reviews, there's like not a lot. Huh. Ooh. And, uh, Netflix is probably pissed. Um. But like we said, it stars Viola Davis, who was also in Fences. Yes, exactly. It was, it was very similar to Fences. And I don't know if you remember like the old um, Dustin Hoffman. Um, I think it's Dustin Hoffman. I mean, bad if it's not. Um, Death of a Salesman. Uh, yeah. Well, I I know of the musical. It's a it's a play, but Death of a, they did oh. like a they like fi- like filmed a um, movie version of it. Mm, okay. And it's the same thing where like it just feels like a play, and you're just kind of like, but why? Like, why are we doing this? Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Fe- fences was long, wasn't it? Yeah. I just, God. I like, I just feel like <laughs> if you're gonna like put in the effort to make it a movie, like make it a movie. Yeah. Like all they really did here that was like cinematic was like close ups on the recording equipment. Did you watch um, One Night in Miami? No, not yet. Okay. That is a movie. I think it was... Was it also a play? I have no idea. I don't know. But it um, it all pretty much takes place in one room. It doesn't all take place in one room. But like the majority of it takes place in one room. Right. But I like that one. Maybe it wasn't adapted. You know what I mean? And maybe that's what let it kind of right. Well, because I don't know if it's just the like one room one thing. room thing. I mean, that's definitely part of it, but it's also like the dialogue, like the way it's written, is very much like a play. Um, mm-hmm. And I never and really the camera work. Yeah, the camera work. I didn't. I mean, it was pretty basic. I liked. It does kind of like they they really like circle the actors, mm-hmm. which I liked. Um, I thought that was cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
Chadwick Boseman plays Levy. Yeah. Which uh, that's definitely not how I spelled it in my notes. Um, it's L E V E E. Uh, Coleman Domingo plays Cutler, and Coleman Domingo has one of the coolest voices ever. Um, what does he say to to enter a song? Um, a one, a, a two, two. A you, <laughs> you know, know what to do. It made me laugh every time. <laughs> Um, what else have I seen him in? Ooh, nothing that he's known for, because I haven't seen Lincoln, I haven't seen Selma, and I haven't seen Fear the Walking Dead. Maybe the Fear the Walking Dead is what I've seen him in, like, images of. But I've mm. definitely heard that man's voice before. It's a great mm. voice. <gasps> he's in Euphoria! Did <coughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you hurt yourself? He's... Yeah, he's in Euphoria. He's he's uh Zendaya's like um uh like drug uh what is it in uh AA or like sponsor? Sponsor. Bingo. Yeah, he's great. Uh Glenn Truman plays Toledo. Oh. Uh he's great. Oh, Toledo. Oh, poor Toledo. Oh, poor Toledo. I, he, I think I wrote very early on, like, uh, Toledo's my favorite character. And then spoilers. He does. Uh, he does. He, you know, he sure does die. And I <laughs> I think I was, during that part, writing a note, like, typing a note, <laughs> and then looked up and was like, oh, oh shit, did he stab him? Like, <laughs> Did he stab that guy? I was like, what the hell? Um, Michael Potts plays Slow Drag. Uh... Jeremy Seamus plays Irvin. Just insufferable Irvin. Because um, I thought he was going to be like the cool one. Mm-hmm. And then slowly he becomes not the cool one. Uh, Johnny Coyne plays Stur- Oof. Sturdivant. 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 Um, him and Irvin are the two uh, like recording guys. Uh, Taylor Page plays Dusty May, the um, Ma Rainey's uh, friend. Girl. Um, girl. Girlfriend. And Dusan Brown plays Sylvester, who hey, was my adorable. Character. He's so good. He's a character you can really root for. Yes. I, and I literally did. I literally cheered for him when he when he fucking nailed it. Yeah. When he got when he got it. I I I made a loud noise. I will say the way that was shot, I enjoyed them like a little hectic. Yeah, like hectic, and they kept like yeah quick cuts, and they kept throwing away the um the <laughs> yeah. records, and and that was cool. And then there was something I I wrote it down like in my notes when they like closed up. Did a close up. Did a close up of the, um, like recording equipment and mm-hmm. Sturdivant or whatever was looking at it. I was like, wow, this is making me really anxious. Like I feel like they didn't actually record it. Um, and then it, it it goes on and it seems like they did. And then a few seconds later, they're like, no, 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 we didn't record his stuff. The mic wasn't working. I was like, yeah. oh shit. Um, what a nightmare. What a nightmare. Also, like, how did your mic was che- like the? How did you not? 
how did you not realize? But so getting right into it, very early on, I was like, Ma Rainey seems like a bit of a bitch. <laughs> I did not like her. Uh, she felt entitled. And then slowly, as she, as her, you know, as she had more, more and more monologues about like what people want from her and like how that's like her voice is all they want from her and they don't like give a shit about her as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, yeah, you get your three cokes. Fuck these guys. Well, it's also like, like. And I think probably the point of, of the whole thing is like they these black artists are making these right. white people so much fucking money and they like won't even get her three cokes and think she's being unreasonable when yeah. like if that were a white artist, they would have had a list like a way bigger list of demands that would have been met um, mm-hmm. so much, you know, easier. Um, and so. In in that case, you do like just feel bad for her. I thought when she was having the coke, that was I thought that was very funny. <laughs> yeah, when she's chugging them, chugging and them. not like in a efficient way. <laughs> no, for sure not. I was like, that's how are you going to sing after that? That's so much gas. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I do. I just love Viola Davis. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, that's the other thing. As annoyed as I was with like this being like a play i i really would watch viola davis do anything it's like of course i'm gonna watch it and of course she's gonna be great you know yeah she's like pretty much the best actor of like uh, like out there um i mean just to think of her performances between this and fences it's like two insanely different people yeah oh she is just and if you watch the housewife and then this yeah is just oh and if you watch how to get away with murder like a a character that is so incredibly like nuanced and like you like anyone else you'd fucking hate this woman and then viola davis does it and you're like i get where she's coming i get why she's killing people (laughs) um but yeah i i mean i would watch her like you know paint a house i i just think she's amazing but she's barely in this movie yeah. I looked it up. She's only in yeah. 26 minutes. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? That is nuts. I mean, it's mostly, I, I mean, it's, Chadwick's probably got the most screen time. I would oh, yeah. He's guess. for sure. And then the the band. I mean, they're probably next. Yeah. But they're they're putting uh, Viola Davis out in, like, the lead actress category. Hmm. For, um, I mean, I guess she's the lead actress in that movie. <laughs> I know, but you'd think she'd have a better shot at supporting. Oh, hmm, that's true. Yeah, but we don't even know. That's crazy. Well, I guess as we as we find out what the Oscar noms are for this year, that'll be fun to like. Yeah, I go think, through it. And... I mean, I think Chadwick Boseman will get the nomination and win. Um, yeah, I don't see a universe in which he doesn't win. Yeah, um, because it's you know, uh, because he was fantastic. I mean, because he was yeah, he's awesome in this movie. Um, not the character. Fuck that kid. I didn't like him. No, I didn't either. Like, what a narcissist. <laughs> God, even I mean, he made you feel for him for sure. Right. I mean, also, <laughs> but like, God damn it, dude, just. 
I was like, just come so on. frustrating. Yeah, I mean, and that was the other thing, like where it just feels like a play, like just out of nowhere. It's like, here is my dramatic monologue. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, all right, like you're, uh, yeah, just play your uh, trumpet. Uh, I wrote. Where did <laughs> I wrote? Wow, that took an emotional turn. <laughs> just yeah, like... I think I wrote the same thing. <laughs> Cause they're. Well, that's that's the other thing. It, uh, literally, the note right before that is, um, I don't know if these guys like each other or want to kill each other. They're all so brutal, <laughs> like insulting one another. But then they're like, ah, you know? Yeah, like, and like that is the weird thing is that they're kind of joking around, and then all of a sudden it's like, you piece of shit, like, let me come at you. And then they're joking around again. And then they're but like... But even in the joking around, they're like, you don't know anything. They're like, like giving you... each other shit, like... I, I don't know, like, that feels normal to me, I guess. But then, like, when he pulls the knife out, it's like, whoa, whoa, man. <laughs> e Easy, dude. Yeah, and then they, like, kind of go, and then they go and record stuff. Yeah. And they're like, tee-hee-hee, we're all friends <laughs> recording things. <laughs> right. And when he got fired, I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, man. You deserved that. You were literally asking for it. You pulled a knife on the um, trombone player. <laughs> What'd you think? You were going to get a raise? So, oh God, I have a lot of questions. Uh, there was a lot of God talk. Mm -hmm. And how God doesn't seem to come around when he's needed sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Cutler got real defensive, like physically defensive <laughs> about believing in Jesus. It's like, all he right, man. He did push him up against a wall. <laughs> he was like, he's like, you didn't talk about my God like that. I was like, dude, your God says no violence. It was like, <laughs> didn't you bring it up? <laughs> but, um, my other question was about that back room. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that at all. That went right over my head. There's a metaphor there, certainly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think I got it. Um, oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. Don't get too excited. I might not have. For context, for context, for for context, there's a there's a band room, and then there's a door in the back of the band room where they're rehearsing. And Levy at the beginning of the movie says that door was not there the last time I was here, and it's like a pretty industrial door, so it's hard to like install one of those post building a building. <laughs> um. So, and everyone else is like, nah, man, that's always been there. Um, and he's throughout the movie, he's always trying to open it, trying to open it, just not 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 giving it a lot of thought, or he he's doing it like while he's talking, but he's just like wiggling at this door handle. And then at a climactic moment in the movie, he finally like uses enough force, gets it open, and it turns out to be just like an empty, like this this building wasn't designed very well. So it's just kind of like four walls and like a little patch of grass. That's what um, it's very a Chicago small. real estate person would call outdoor space. Yeah. It, it was like four to feet sell, by four to feet. To sell you your apartment. They'd be like, it has a nice, it has some nice outdoor space and you know, a lot of, not a lot of places give you outdoor space. Um, yeah. So here's what I think it is. So okay, when okay. he gets there and he says that door is new. The other guys are, or he he says he's talking about you know things are changing. I'm mm -hmm. gonna get my own band soon. Things are changing. <gasps> Everything's changing. There's this, there's a new door here. See, 
see how things are changing and the band is like that door's always been there like nothing's changing you're in this backup yeah. band because that's kind of his storyline is he he's written these songs he's like a really good um trumpet player and he wants his own band and so he keeps being yeah. like things are changing and they're like no they're not and so then he thinks he's about to get his big break right exactly and so and i think we can assume that these conversations and the this you know fighting happens all the time mm-hmm. um because maureen even says like i want you to fire levy like he's not worth it so yeah. I think it's it's like a continuous, they're always arguing with each other, they're always doing whatever. And so, and nothing changes. So then he gets fired. And it's like, oh, something, like this has forced his life into change. Yeah. And he finally opens the door to see a and wall. there's nothing there. And it's like, yeah, something changed, but like your position in life is still staying the same. Oh, man. Yeah. And there's nothing here for you. There's not, yeah, a there's patch nothing. of grass and four walls. Like, you have changed things. You made it through the door, but it's not, like, good. You know, nothing yeah. good came of it. And then he ends up um, trying to get his... What's the other thing? So the, like, record producers ask him to write these songs. He does. And he's working on it throughout the whole movie. And mm-hmm. uh, at the end, he's like, are you going to give me my own band to record these songs? And they're like, No. We'll give you $5. No one wants these songs. I'll just give you... For the charts. Yeah. Um, I'll just give you $5 for them, which is like, I think we can assume, like, vastly underpaying him for them. Yes. And so when that happens is when he kind of loses his mind of like, oh, nothing really is going to happen. Like, I thought I knew how to control the situation. I thought I knew how to control the white man, which is what he talks about in one of his long monologues. Like, but I don't. Yeah. And then that's when he kills... Uh, What's his face? Toledo. Toledo for scuffing his shoes because it starts off with him so excited because he bought these new shoes. Because mm-hmm. he thinks things are looking up. Because things are changing. He's going to, he bought these, things are changing. He bought these new shoes. He's going to have his own band. They're going to play his songs. In the beginning, his version of Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is going to, is what they're going to record. And then Ma says no. Yeah. So he's like, things are changing. And then it's just the world being like, no, they're not. Oh, man. And then, see, okay, and I was like, why'd you freak out so bad about the shoes? It's all he has left of the hope of, like, change. Yes. And he gets them scuffed. Yeah. Oh, man. And because I do think he's, like, I mean, he's younger than the other guys, and there is kind of, like, a, like, he's this young guy being, like, my time's coming, you guys missed your shot, and I'm going to go pursue my dream, and then he has all the, like, these three old men being, like, here's why that's not going to happen. Like, here's why you're doing stupid and kind of like, uh, ragging on him. Um, even though he kind of, you know, brings it on himself. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I think to him, it's like, and you have to kick me while I'm down. Yeah. Right. Oh man. Uh, and Cutler keeps calling him the fool, uh, fool over and over, mm-hmm. which I don't know. There's probably some there too. Uh, pissed that they didn't have a drummer. Yeah. <laughs> As a drummer, I'm like, all right. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm glad they don't have a drummer. So Tyler won't tell him tell us how he did it. They did it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have nothing to say about uh how they were playing trumpet. Although that you know you could when their fingers aren't lining up with the notes, it's pretty obvious. But 
Um, also, very clearly not Viola Davis singing. Yes. That felt so yeah. clear to me immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> I wrote <laughs> when he when he opened the door into the like uh, into the little courtyard. Um, I just wrote, "Is this about to get weird?" <laughs> like I. <laughs> I thought something was gonna get like super fantastical. That'd be funny. <laughs> like if it, like if if he stepped out into like a white void or something. <laughs> like... And then and then the movie just ends. <laughs> the door cl- closes behind him, and the movie ends. Yeah. Um, I like. Oh, ooh. Go 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 go. Um, I liked the beginning. Um, I w- with the. I thought they were running from something. I think away. That you're supposed to think that it's okay, like yeah, scary. Yeah. I did jump when those dogs started barking. I did not realize how loud my TV was, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like it scared the shit out of me. Um, but then they're going to the tent to watch her sing. Um, yeah, I liked that, and I liked the way it was shot, and I liked. Um, I think the other thing this movie could win an Oscar for is costume design. Mm. Um, because the costumes are just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, and her makeup is like, ooh, it's uh, like, it's crazy because it's crazy like, in a good way. I think, like, it's supposed yeah. to be because it's like she has so much on, and then like, it's so, it's so hot. It's so hot and so sweaty. She's like sweating through it. Yeah. You know what's funny? I was reading the like description of this movie, and it's like, um, tensions like rise along with the temperature which is like such a way to describe so many movies. like i feel like i see that as a description for so many movies huh. um like you know tempers boil on a hot summer day like <laughs> uh anyway we should we should start reading those little imdb descriptions because i actually i i still use those as like a a joke for the mm-hmm. description of the episode i think it'd be fun to See what they'll say because they're always interesting. Like how how does one describe a movie? You want the like how how does one write a logline? I mean, I <laughs> I could tell you I've taken classes <laughs> on it. <laughs> you know what's funny is I took this one class where we where we were doing script coverage, and uh, every week our professor would show us like real log lines that people had submitted to like production companies or like of, of like scripts that were available and they were always terrible and insane and it's very funny and log lines <laughs> are very hard to write and oof yeah yeah um the the one on the imdb for this is during a recording session tensions rise between ma rainey her ambitious horn player and the white management determined to control the uncontrollable mother of the blues I think that's a pretty good one. It's pretty, yeah, it is good. It's concise. It mm-hmm. tells you who the main character is and what they're doing and what the conflict is. Yeah, I, that's what it I has. Like it has to be. be so hard to distill a a movie down to to one sentence. That's who's that's a talent. who's the main character. Uh, what's and like what's the conflict essentially? Yeah, <laughs> is what a logline is. I do feel like the the like conflict between the white management was very like subdued. Yeah. Uh I feel like it was probably because everyone was just 
trying to it felt almost like passive aggressive yeah for sure a lot of it um like everyone was trying to be like no this is how it's gonna go <laughs> like mm-hmm. smiling through it um but yeah i i thought i was so mad at that uh irvin because he was so like he seemed like the cool like guy who was actually like there for the music you know what i mean like he he seemed like he no, really he was just pandering and and then ugh, there's one there's actually it's not really like a slow transition into him being an asshole it's like one moment where i was like oh you're not here like to be to like make music you're here mm-hmm. to be an asshole <laughs> um he like turns on a dime and it's so disappointing the ending too with um the white band like the big band yeah and how those are that's like that's levy's song that they stole yeah and they had a white band record it and it sounds terrible like it that white band seemed like they were all on sedatives <laughs> <laughs> even the, even the even the main singer yeah like <laughs> They were all in Sedatives. They were all dressed in the same dumb gray suit. It was like the most <laughs> drab, like annoying hmm. performance. But I was, oh, and then when it ended with the freeze frame, I laughed out loud. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, that's a. It was supposed to be corny, you know, like on purpose. Like, I was like, they... was it? It was a joke. I think so, because they were. <laughs> yeah. It was like uh, pointing out how corny this version of the song is because it didn't have Chadwick or Levy's like it didn't have what it was meant to have right it was also like what a way to end a movie on like a fist up freeze frame <laughs> <laughs> like a very serious drama yeah it almost felt it kind of made me feel like uh like a Spike Lee movie mm-hmm. like, like it almost had that vibe to it where it was gonna like then like uh fade into like a bunch of facts about like that time. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, like um what's that one movie? What's... Uh Black Lantern. Yeah, that, that was the, exactly the one I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a great movie. Yeah. I I just well, and I just love John David Washington and uh Adam Driver. Ooh, yeah. Every time they like were setting up mics, I was like, Oh, it's very similar to how we record the podcast. <laughs> except like those crazy um weights huh they had like they were like weights like oh yeah uh and the um the cord or, or like the the cords were um like cloth yeah or cut, they were like wrapped in yeah. cloth at least which is i can't stat like stat isn't there static <laughs> <laughs> like aren't you creating- it was 1927 it's not insulated. <laughs> huh. But the it was cool to see like how if I mean I'm sure that wasn't like a super realistic take on like how you recorded an album. Mm-hmm. But generally it probably was about the way you do it. Yeah. And just that seems so nuts. Like no one had or like there's only like three or four microphones in the room. And the sound dampening that they do are they've got these Wooden big things that go shutters, over the doors. Yeah. 
Yeah, with like um, comforters on the inside. Yeah, I was like, oh boy. I was like, oh man, not ideal. But I lo- I laughed really hard when she was like, "Where are my cokes? Like, I wanted three Coca Colas." And oh, what's his face? Like he had like excuses for everything. Like what was mm-hmm. going on? And he just was like, "I I forgot." Like it was such a like I don't have an excuse. I just um, <laughs> like I just forgot. Yeah. Um. I also laughed that like so she asks for they're like it, it's like this constant like stop and start like they're about to record and then she's like and another thing before we start. Um, <laughs> yeah. And they're about to record and then she's like I want my like my Coca Cola that you guys like is in my writer and uh they she sends her nephew and. The bass uh, player. What's his name? Um, yeah. Slow drag. Slow drag. Of course, I didn't remember that. To go get um, Cokes. And then that's like just to go. Like they're in Chicago. I think we can assume there's probably a place for them to get. Like they don't have to drive, yeah. you know. And <laughs> that's when Levy's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go, uh, you know, fuck this girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I literally was like, how much time did you think it was going to take? To get a coke, cause cause slow drag is the one who like catches him or not catches him, but like yeah he comes goes back. and knocks on the door, and like they go. I mean that is one of the cutaways is they go to a deli and it's all you know white men so they leave to go find a different one. Yeah, um, which is why it takes them a little longer. Right, than... and and it's like well, good for Levy, I guess. That was like <laughs> crazy. That whole like um, there was like a like a like subplot of Ma Rainey's girl is mm-hmm. Taylor's the actress's name. I don't remember the character's name. Um Dussie May, maybe? Is that Dussie May, yeah. yeah. Um and it's that's her like Lover. Yeah. It seems though like she's just doing it for money. She's just doing it because Ma Rainey will, is gonna buy her shoes and is like taking her on tour and like she gets to wear pretty dresses right. and, and all that sort of stuff. Um I like looked more into Marini and she was like a, you know, queer woman in the tour, which is like mm. crazy. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I almost wish this movie, I mean, I do wish this movie was more about like her, uh, like, yeah. like the real woman. But I think it's pretty clear, like the way Marini grabs her in the, those like first scenes, like it's very uncomfortable. Um, yeah. Dusty doesn't seem into it yeah um and then her and and levy poor sylvester <laughs> yeah then her nephew's just there <laughs> oh, he's like oh i'm just playing on the piano <laughs> um but then levy and her keep making eyes and that keep that makes mom mad yeah just adding to the adding to the uh tension anger yeah and tension between well them. and then he goes downstairs and so does she, like, so does Dussie, and then they start having sex, all while just a character Which is, is going to get get crazy. a pop, like, get a soda, and <laughs> and then they don't have time to finish, obviously, because they just want to, <laughs> like, it was just such a crazy choice to me. It was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> he, they, and they went, they both, like, dove in, mm-hmm. you know, like, they went pretty quickly from, she's gonna go... Uh, flirt with him to like he's uh, flirting with her and then just like 
Bam. Yeah. Oh, it's, we're, it's we're doing this. real quick. I mean, they didn't have much yeah. time. I guess. But then, like, yeah. Mon never finds out about it. It was just such a weird, right. it felt like such a weird, like, like non sequitur because nothing ever really comes of it. Came like, I it. guess um, Slow Drag is, it, like, makes him, like, angrier at Levy. Mm-hmm. And then they sort for of. For being reckless. Yeah, for being reckless. For being a fool. Yeah, and so they sort of, like, go at him a little harder after that. But in general, it just kind of felt. I don't know. Like we needed some steam. <laughs> yeah. The one thing I wrote down when he gets fired, they like finish recording the album. And Marini's like, for every, you play 10 notes for every one note you're supposed to play. And I was like, ooh, drag him. Like, ooh. <laughs> um, and he's like, well, it's, you know, I'm improvising. Like, that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm a musician. Um, and she's like, no, you're supposed to play the song the way I fucking wrote it. And I was like, that's fair. <laughs> that is a fair point. Yeah, especially for a recording. Yeah, it's like a bold time we're, to... We're being technical about this. To be like, I'm just gonna jazz it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that, there are a few scenes where things go from, um levity to dismay <laughs> um like everything ends in a fight mm-hmm. um and that and like that scene where everyone's like yeah we did we did such a good job high five and um our fucking boy sylvester nailing oh, his part that was, that was like a stand up and clap moment <laughs> i wrote in all claps he did it <laughs> I was so the proud secret of hero of this movie, and then and then that, yeah. <laughs> and then that um, uh, that gets doused by the fact that it didn't get recorded, and it's like, oh my god, nothing can end. Well, the tensions are rising with the temperature. Sure. So they continued. They sure. continue to rise. The fire rises. You won't get that joke. It's Batman. Sure. Uh. I think that's also the like the logline for um for uh oh fuck I don't remember the name of the movie. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Is it recent? No. Um it's also what's his face? Chadwick? No. Spike um Lee. Do the right thing. Ah. I think that's also the like uh um log line for do the right thing it's like racial tension rises like oh, and the racial tension and the temperature rise on the hottest day in brooklyn like <laughs> um anyway wasn't that that detroit movie too with john boyega i don't know wasn't that like a hot day in detroit too probably <laughs> i like john boyega he seems like a Me fun too. guy anytime he's in interviews. Although, boy, his accent is so, like, like, it feels like almost Cockney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. The logline for Detroit does not mention anything about the temperatures. Mm, wow. But, yeah. I felt like the characters were great. The acting was great costumes were pretty great what was the score was there a score well, other than 
what was being played diegetically? Um, I don't remember. I feel like there are parts that were pretty intentionally silent. Yeah. Like the opening is silent, which is why the mm-hmm. dogs mm-hmm. scared the crap out of me. <laughs> um, also, by the way, the Netflix like synopsis logline is um, is tensions and temperatures rise. <laughs> That's where I saw it at a Chicago music studio. Yeah, I think I don't know. I don't know if there was really a score. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I guess like that's my whole point is that like the acting was great, the costumes are great, um, and the like the dialogue, like the the writing is great, and and those are all things that are. Um, not any different from a play. Right. It's like all of the great aspects of this movie are from what it already was on stage. And so I don't think it's necessarily enhanced by making it into a movie. Which is why I'm not super like, woo, glad they did it. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh, Chadwick Boseman has so many monologues. (laughs) I kept reading, I was like, oh, another monologue. Another monologue, oh boy. Oh, and she didn't sign the release. I w- yes. Oh, my God. It made me so I, mad when she signed it. I was like, no. Yeah, me too. I was like, fuck them. Ugh. She said, you can mail it to me. I was like, yeah. Like, what a boss ass bitch. Like, don't sign the release. Ugh. Like, don't give these people your fucking work. Mm. Oh, the one thing I did want to talk about is, so after he stabs um, Toledo, and Cutler doesn't react at all. No one reacts. <laughs> they are so chill about their friend being murdered in front of them. They're the 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 emotions that they seem to evoke are like a like a like a like a. Oh man! Why'd you go and do that? Uh, what, <laughs> do, bro? We're what? gonna have to clean this up. It, it is. What? Yeah. <laughs> When when it's like well uh, slow drag he just kind of like turns away and like seemingly starts to cry or yeah he just kind of shakes his head Um, yeah I did write in no one's no one's trying to get like medical help or no one's like freaking out he seems like there's dead by the time they go get to the ground yeah (laughs) which is also crazy because it's fast I guess he's old but like it is it is I don't know where he stabbed. I guess the back, right? It it seemed like just like his um like his back right kidney area. Mm-hmm. Well, I also feel like was Toledo the one who kept being like, "Don't involve me in this." Yes. So it's like yeah. he through the whole thing, the piano player. Yeah, it was like it was Cutler and um, Levy kind of getting into it for the most part, and Toledo's just like, "I'm just here for my job. Please stop." And then he ends up yeah. being murdered because he he also like oh. He also says, excuse me, and Levy doesn't move his foot, and then that's how he scuffs the shoe, and then he says he's sorry, and, like, I mean, it, it wasn't really about the shoe, but right. still. Um, <sighs> and he said, like, my, he had a, a, a monologue of his own where he talked about how, like, he's pretty cool with his life right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, even though his, like, wife left him, but he was, like, he was down to you know spend the rest of his life with the that woman yeah you know but it was her decision to leave and does he also have um, the monologue about stew 
Yes. Yeah. That is while he's playing a song. Yeah, he's on the... He's kind of like overdubbing his own like piano playing. Yeah, and he says the colored man is the leftovers. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very sad. Yeah, I mean, he was great, though. God, yeah, he was awesome. I was so sad. And, he was ta- I was shocked. Because he, he's the one who, like, deserves it the least. Not not, not that uh, Slow Drag and Cutler deserved it at all, but, like, he was just, He was, like, you know, more on, like, Levy's side and being, like, just leave it alone. Like, let's not get into it, like. Yeah, he was trying to like help Levy. He wasn't. Yeah, he, was he, he did make fun of him a few times, but like he was more like sympathetic. I feel like right. And there's only like Cutler was like, "Fuck this kid." Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, there's something like like um crazy to me about like the scene before that, like the last time they were in that like holding area, like rehearsal space. He t- is when he takes out the knife to mm-hmm. Cutler, and then he starts to get super worked up again, and no one's like, "Hey, we should." Like calm, calm him down because last time he did like, this, pin him against a wall. They're like, "Oh, I'm sure it'll end well." Like, like Cutler <laughs> or Slowdrag don't do anything. They just like let him kind of go after um, Toledo. Yeah. <sighs> Poor guy. He was also the one. Uh, Toledo was the one with the monologue about like what what we have to do, not what I have to do for like black culture black the black community who's like it's not about what i have to do it's about what yeah he had a lot of great monologues Mm -hmm. and this script must be all monologues (laughs) it's got it's just like it it i wonder if it's uh like longer than usual because you know it's like a page a minute essentially yeah but like but because everything's indented because it's all dialogue well it's just like um (laughs) takes up more space it's just like how uh, marriage Story had a longer script than The Irishman. Right. Because <laughs> Marriage Story was all dialogue and The Irishman was all bullshit. Um, <laughs> and you can yeah, quote I, I me Ma on Rainey. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I bet Ma Rainey's had a longer script. Yeah. Yeah, that's such a play thing, though. Like, the dramatic monologues and like even the like the thematic like everything is everything revolves around the theme. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it is a play. It's it's a play. Yeah, this play is such a play. <laughs> I guess is my point. I wrote in all caps. Did he just stab him? Oh my god, he stabbed him. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, God. Oh fuck. They're being very chill for just having seen their friend be murdered. <laughs> So that was my reaction. And my last note is, wait, what the fuck? It's over? <laughs> yeah, but wait. Uh, how does it end? Like, how does it end end? It's like, he stabs the guy. It's the, it's the freeze Polito. frame. Uh, but how does it transition from the stabbing to the white people? I think it just... It just cuts. Yeah. There are a few moments in this movie that I feel like would have kind of uh, scared you a little bit. Like, like Jump just kind of like. For, for me? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're just transitions, but they're very abrupt and very, uh, like something ha- happens uh, with the sound. Mm-hmm. Like there's one that's like a train going by. It's like, it's like all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I think this one is too, where we just watched Toledo die and then it's like, 
like goes right into the music i think when he brought out the knife it scared me i think there was something like jarring mm. about that and then like i said when the dog started bark- like them <laughs> them um running and the dogs started barking i was like whoa wait whoa whoa this horror is a horror movie and no one told me um because <laughs> i will stop it right now. <laughs> um i will turn this car I will around. turn this car around but yeah i think it just ends and then they show like pictures of the real ma rainey um yep there's like, I mean, the beginning, we didn't really talk about it, but they have like newspapers and it's like a photo and then the person in the photo starts yeah. moving and that was very, very cool. Yeah, it was like Hogwarts. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, I also, the opening has, they're like, um, Marini's singing and they're on a stage mm-hmm. and then Levy's there playing the trumpet and he's like going off and then yeah. the spotlight. He gets a solo and she looks pissed. The spotlight goes over to him and she goes, excuse me, like back on me which i thought was a really boss move <laughs> um yeah there's so this is kind of a non sequitur mm-hmm. but like seeing the black and white pictures moving mm-hmm. reminded me that black and white footage that's in like 4k is kind of disorienting oh i kind of like it it's like, i thought it looked really oh, no, pretty it look, it's cool but it's just like wild to my brain because my brain is so used to if it's black and white, it's also going to be a little bit fuzzy mm. because it's like old and film. So to have it be black and white and to have it be so crisp is like it's it looks great, but it, it like breaks my brain a little bit every time. Yeah. Let's watch Mank next week. <laughs> Isn't um. Oh, what's the what's the Zendaya movie with uh, John David Washington? Oh, Max and M- 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 and Marie. Marie, Something Maxwell and Marie. And Marie. Ma- is it Maxwell? Malcolm and Marie. Malcolm. Yep. I was like, it is Nailed another it. M name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've Malcolm heard not good things about it. Same. I heard it's very it's a toxic relationship, and there's no like lesson to it. Yeah, I and I heard it's pretty, like they like, almost condone. It's like self indulgent. Yeah. Um, but it is black and white. <laughs> it is black and white, and ooh, we we all love Zendaya. Oh, and John David Washington. What a yeah, beauty. Um, and it's apparently based off of like the writer directors, like it was like based off a fight he had with his wife, oh, or so- oh. or something like that. He it was like I don't think it's like real. Like they actually had this full huge fight because it's like it, the movie I think happens in like real time. It's two hours long. Oh wow! Yeah, I think that's what's cool about it is like it takes place in an award show and then like continue like it's like them leaving the award show and it continues or whatever like it's like they're real. I don't know. I don't think it's like actually that's, about him and his wife, but I think it's a cool concept. That's a cool idea. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. Um, what is there another movie that's kind of about? About what? I feel like there's like a um where it's like about the director and his wife um marriage story oh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah i <don't... laughs> what's is there one with um noah bombeck yeah marriage yeah, story like... felt very like like self-aggrandizing to me and kind of like gross to watch when you realize that it's about him and his like wife Oof. yeah yeah i thought i had a good good message though i guess in the end, <laughs> you should co-parent. 
<laughs> no, like, like it doesn't have to be. Like you can still you can you can you can move on together even if you're not like together, in the end. Oh. Because they they had kind of like figured it. I mean they were divorced obviously, but like they'd figured it out. They were like we're gonna we're gonna do this thing together. I don't but, remember like, like not very much about the end of Marriage Story, but I do feel like I know it's, exactly how. I it just feel like the last like the last scene is them. It's like Halloween or whatever, and like. They go trick or yeah, trick. he wants to. Their kid, their kid wants to go home, and so. But it's like a flash forward, right? It's like one year later. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, and so. we resolved it, but you don't get to see that. <laughs> you got to see us being complete dicks to each other, and. Um, well, the the scene right before the flash forward is when they read those letters. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. From their past selves. I liked those letters. That's. Yeah, because yeah. it reminded them. It's been about, a while like, since I've seen it. I do remember feeling like. Um, it's weird that I remember this movie so yeah. vividly because I don't do I I'm not that kind of person. Um, I do remember being like, "Wow, this feels very like," because like Adam Driver is supposed to be Noah Baumbach, right. and it does feel like gross <laughs> to me at least when you watch <laughs> that. Like it just does feel very self-aggrandizing and like, um, yeah, and like just <laughs> like imagine being his ex-wife who is an actress. And I don't remember who the actress <laughs> is, um, but like, uh, like a Scarlett Johansson. No, no, um, like Noah Baumbach. Oh, who his wife is? I see. Yeah. Ex-wife. Now he's dating or like engaged to Greta Gerwig. Oh. And they have a kid together. Is that what is the age difference there? I, it's a <laughs> Jennifer Jason Lee. Oh. Was his first wife, who this is like presumably about, and they have a son together. And now he's dating Greta Gerwig. He's like married. To, like him and Greta Gerwig Not have been together. Less than 10 years older than you and I. Yeah. Greta uh, Gerwig. Here's what's crazy about it. And I mean, <laughs> is that he was married to Jennifer Jason Lee from 2005 to 2013. And then he did. Okay. He, I think, directed Francis Ha. Um, which was Greta Gerwig's like one of her big breakout roles. Mm. And that's kind of when they started dating, when he was still married to Jennifer Jason Lee. Oh, and boy. um, he and Greta Gerwig have been together since 2011, and now they have a kid together. But he has a son with Jennifer Jason Lee, which mm. is the relationship that Marriage Story kind of centers around. And Based I around, yeah. and I think it really is that big fight. <laughs> This isn't a marriage story episode, but <laughs> the big fight where he's like, I hope you die. If I knew Henry would be okay, I want you to die. Yeah. And he says like, he says like, I was an actor or no, I was a director and I was on the New York like times, whatever. And all these people wanted to fuck me and I didn't get to because I wanted to be faithful to you. And it was like, what? <laughs> it's that <laughs> whole fight that really throws me for a loop. Um Everyone's everyone's great in it, but it's like okay, Noah Baumbach, you you think you're hot shit, and that all these girls wanted to fuck you. <laughs> so I wonder how Jennifer Jason Lee feels. <laughs> it's like the I Tanya thing of uh, Nancy. Oh, how does Nancy feel? <laughs> how does Nancy feel about this movie that got made about her? Probably not good. Not great. Um, I just found out recently that uh. 
Edgar Wright and Anna Kendrick dated for a while, and it's because they met on the set of Scott Pilgrim when Anna Kendrick was like 21 years old. <laughs> that feels so gross to me. Ooh, Noam Bombeck is 51. It is gross. Now? Yes. How old is Greta Gerwig now? Um, 37. Oh. Oh, she is more than 10 years. She's 11 years older than me. <laughs> you really feel in your mortality. <laughs> She's 12 years older than me, so... <laughs> Um, yeah, but still better, but, but 10 years ago, she like, yeah, she was 27. Yeah. And he was, he was 41. Yeah. So (laughs) that's kind of yucky. Don't like it. When when he's like the director and her boss. (laughs) Yep. Uh, but same with Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, no, that's gross. Edgar Wright was like probably early 30s and Anna Kendrick was like early 20s which like people forget that early 20s is just late teens really oh for sure in terms of like (laughs) mental capacity and uh just overall maturity so yeah that's ooh (laughs) but yucky (laughs) don't like that uh do you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you want to do some rotten reviews? Yeah. Um, I do like when Adam Driver sings Being Alive in, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, a crazy, it, he sings, like, the whole song. It's really, it's weird. It's like, well, this movie yeah. wasn't long enough. You can give him the whole song. Um, I do like it. He's, I'll watch Adam Driver do oh, anything. he's great. That's what I'll do. He's so good in it. Also, I was like, oh wow, he God. should be in company. Um, so that sounds wrong. Anyway, <laughs> there were not a lot of reviews so it's hard for me to find like funny ones. Yeah, these look pretty great though. Um, so the first one is from Chun I, um, January fourth, twenty twenty one. Really not about Ma Rainey. It's about her band, which was not what I signed up for. The title is the best thing about it. One star. So this man really came just for Ma Rainey and was like, um, <laughs> was not wow. as advertised. Yeah. Yeah. The the title and so he loves the title Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. He was he wanted you know I think he wanted to know more about it. Yeah, maybe he's a musician and he's like he was excited to see the history of this famous musician. Right, but instead it was about race and not that exploitation. Right. Oh, okay. Poor Chun. Poor Chun. Um, this is by Gary Q. December 26th, 2020. Opening. No, wait. About a week about after. About a week after. Probably. Did I dot, 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 see the <laughs> same movie as everyone else? This was dot, 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 terrible? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> Half star. <laughs> God damn it. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry, for your... I think he's legitimately, like, worried. (laughs) He's like, wait. Wait a minute. Is this a Bernstein Bears situation? Is my Netflix different than everyone else's? Just mine? (laughs) Am I (laughs) unpunked? That'd be really funny. That'd be a really funny prank to pull on someone. That'd be a really cool thing to do, like, as a Black Mirror episode. Like, everyone's talking about this, like, critically acclaimed movie... 
like <laughs> and then you just put like a piece of shit <laughs> in there on their <laughs> uh netflix and they're like <laughs> they go to work and everyone's like did you see <laughs> it's so good and they're like wait a minute that's a really funny prank that would really mess with someone yeah i don't know how i don't know the logistics of how you could get that to work you'd have to talk well to, it, it would be have to it would have to be an inside job you'd have to talk of. to mr netflix about it yeah yeah which <laughs> i've talked to some of their pr people so so you can get to mr netflix to john I netflix could try. i could certainly try um Noah Netflix. Noah Netflix. Noah Bomback Netflix. <laughs> um, I like that we had a mini episode about marriage story. We never have because we have to do it on the podcast. <laughs> Ooh, because it's long. Okay. Um. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> uh, here's a real review. Everything about Ma Rainey's Black Bottom feels vivid. As the recording session stretches on and on, forever tripped up by one conflict or another, the actors get the chance to unleash Wilson's dialogue on one another, trading rapid-fire quips or unleashing torrential downpour monologues. The conversations they have are of soaring hopes and crushing trauma, of the giddy satisfaction of new shoes, and the struggle of being black in a society run by white people. About everything in life, in other words. The downside to the film's mostly musical rhythm is that it never quite transcends its stagey feel. Despite director George C. Wolfe's best efforts to go outside the bounds of the set from time to time, it's all too easy to envision the curtains that would go around the studio's rehearsal room. On the other hand, it's hard to argue against the power of seeing Bozeman or Davis's faces fill the screen, letting us in on every quiver of his lip or blink of her tired eyes. Angie Hahn. Nice. I... Don't want to make it about me, but I really killed reading that review this time. <laughs> you did one shot. That was pretty impressive, and I, you know, I really would have been psyching myself out because of the one time it took me like five takes. <laughs> <laughs> one take. I I wore my glasses today. I said, you know, and I cleaned them. I said, you know what? Mm. This is a longer review. Yeah. <sighs> Taking no uh, shortcuts. No. Here. Um. Yeah, I think she sums it up pretty pretty nicely yeah thanks angie thanks angie thanks Ange. always doing the heavy lifting for us these guys yeah these professional <laughs> reviewers <laughs> um what do you think of it courtney what do you think of my rainy's black bottom Bot- blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um i mean i feel like i'm just reiterating everything i've already said sure. i think the acting's great and it's very well written i think the costumes are in makeup are awesome, but I think the majority of that stuff is just like nothing new from what you'd see in a staged version of this. So I don't necessarily mm-hmm. understand why it was a movie. Um, I th- I'm so happy we have it because it is Chadwick Boseman's last performance, and he fucking crushes it. Like he's so he's so good. Um, yeah, which does kind of make it a little sad. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. But he's, I mean, he's amazing in it, and he really drives the whole film. Um, but I guess, like, if I had to rate the performances, I would give them all, I would give them 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that's what will get Oscars in in this. But if, if I'm rating the whole movie, I think I'm going to give it 6 out of 10. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I um I'd probably go seven. Okay. Um, for the same reasons. I mean, the acting is what really um does it. 
And I I like a movie that all kind of revolves around one theme. It tends to be the Oscar movies is like the ones that are real cyclical in um Yeah. I mean, I do think every movie revolves around focus. a theme. I think like Oscar movies yeah. it's more apparent or the themes are deeper. And right. I think plays the themes are very um like almost on the nose. Not even, I think more like um like less overt. Oh, really? Um I think I think they're more overt, but they're just more like um like the dialogue is more complicated because you are really Yeah, I guess that's what I mean. It. It's like it's kind of hidden and like metaphors and yeah. All of that stuff, but it is more overt in that like that's what it, it like it's a really they're driving the point, but it also is like yeah. more complicated you need to be paying attention. I guess you just need to be smarter <laughs> to see <play. laughs> Yeah. Um Yeah, sorry to interrupt. No, um but yeah, I would have loved to see more like of a movie like more of the movie aspects uh utilized and like come out of this um but yeah i still enjoyed it and i'm i am glad it i mean even if it is just the play brought to screen i'm glad that people are seeing and hearing this story because i i didn't know anything about it so yeah i mean i think that is the reason to film plays is so it reaches a wider audience um yeah what so one thing i guess we could do for these oscar movies if we're gonna keep doing them Mm -hmm. leading up to uh or like during oscar season um we could talk about what we think they're gonna get like nominated for Mm. and win for we've kind of already talked about it a little bit but we could like make a definitive segment about it um i think viola davis will get an oscar nom yeah um i don't think she'll win no. Um, I, well, I'd ha- I I don't know really what else is. I think happening. it's gonna be between. Um. I think I think our 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 like. Francis McDormand for Nomadland, um, mm-hmm. Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. Mm. Uh, and maybe uh, maybe Rosamund Pike for. I care a lot. Okay. Um, three movies I have not seen, so I probably shouldn't have an opinion. I do. Th- I um, <laughs> I think Carrie Mulligan, from what I've like read about all of them, would probably win. Yeah. I just think oh boy. for which I really want to watch that movie. <laughs> I think we should watch I... it next. <laughs> but it is twenty dollars. <laughs> I... Yeah. When I saw trailers for it. Mm-hmm. I did not think it was going to be a good movie. Me either. I thought it was going to be the like, trailers offensive. did not sell it. And but every person that has like that I respect, like their film <laughs> opinions after they've watched it, has been like, "This is the best movie I've ever seen." Like this movie was fucking crazy. You have to watch it. Yeah, including our boy Demi. Um, yeah, and I just like See, I really I... want to watch it. Yeah, the trailers just make it seem like it's going to be the like, like almost cheesy almost like 
like cringy, cringy, cringy. That's the word I'm looking. Yeah, for. I remember like, it was gonna be cringy. I saw the trailer like in the last time I saw a movie, and I, I think it was with Emma, and we both were like, "Ooh, that seems like that could be pretty like, like problematic." Yeah, like it's not it's not only not going to drive the point home that it wants to, it's also going to be like uh like people are going to come at it. But I I have only heard good things. That's that's well, it's exciting cuz that means we were wrong and uh, it's going to be Yeah, well also trailers okay. suck. <laughs> like Yeah, fuck trailers. Fuck trailers. I but I think I've only heard good things about it. Like I've heard it's fucking amazing. And even though I think it might be a little a little too scary for me, I really want to watch it. <laughs> um anyway, so I think I think like like Viola Davis could probably win an Oscar in any performance. Um but I think for this one like she just isn't in it enough to warrant like the right. best like the like lead actress and she doesn't really have that much to do. Mm. Um so even though it's like a stellar performance, I don't think yeah, I, I don't think she's. I don't think this is for her. I don't think that this is her right. year for this. Um, so I do think it'll get that. I think Chadwick Boseman will get. Did I already say that? He'll get um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. lead actor. And win it. And win it because he's going to be against like <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen. Um, <laughs> right. For sure. Sweet God, I hope. I hope the daughter from Borat gets supporting she's gonna get an arm for sure i don't know she I, might win I, and i hope she wins i hope she does yeah she was she was the best part of that movie um and then i think it'll get costume and makeup design okay and and i think it's gonna get best adapted screenplay because easy to sneak <laughs> in there it's an adapted screenplay and it's pretty yeah and i don't know which other i don't know which other <laughs> adapted screenplays we have at the moment <laughs> yeah this year is gonna be so weird yeah, so I that's what that's, I think four, and I think that's pretty. Four or five, I don't remember how many I gave it, but I think that's yeah. pretty um. Good. That's super solid. Yeah. What do you think? Do you agree? Any you would add? I agree. Well, well, yeah. I'll, for this for this segment, unnamed segment, we'll we'll defer to you because you're the you're the expert here. Thank you. And then I'll, I'll 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 come in with my my hot takes mm-hmm. as well. Uh, but for this one, I'd pro- I'd probably uh, say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Those are some hot takes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, but I think it's because this one's pretty. It's pretty obvious, like what it's doing well, and like why it would get what it's probably gonna get. Right. So. So do you want to do Promising Young Woman next time? I mean, I or... do. Do you? I, I'm i down for anything. It is $20 um, to watch it. Yeah. And there's like Nomadlands on Hulu. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I want to watch Promising Young Woman anyway. And this will give me an excuse to do it. All right. Well, and we could split it too. Yeah. I was going to say, could one of us buy it? Yeah. Uh, so if they wanted to follow you on the social media, well, where would they they'd go? They'd have to go. They'd have to go to Twitter first of all, Twitter.com mm-hmm. or Instagram.com. <laughs> Just Twitter. Uh, hit that little search bar and go to Tyler's New Groove. It's an Emperor's New Groove reference. If you didn't get that, cool. 
I have a vivid memory of making that uh, my handle. Because I think my handle is like just like T Robertson and some numbers. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is boring. I need a new one. So I was just workshopping it. You know what I mean? Brainstorming. Yeah. In my basement in, during the summer in between a year of college. And I was texting my good friend Nathan. And I was like, here are some options. And one of them was Tyler's new groove because it just, it literally just popped in my head. And he was like, that's the one. I was like, cool. Hmm. And that's the story. Okay. How about you? Um, what, what's your what's your handle story? Uh, well, it's Cordell Hall, and it's my name. My name is Courtney Beautiful. Ellen Hall. If I'm Hole. saying it correctly, apparently. Um, Hole. Yeah. Yeah, and then if you want to follow uh, Film Schooled. We are at uh, Film Schooled FM on both Twitter and Instagram. Heck yeah. Um, you can catch catch what's going on up there. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time with Pretty Little Woman. Women, pretty Young Woman. There it is. Promising <laughs> Young Woman. Oh my God. You sexist. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh man. And cut. And cut. <laughs>